What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Josh, here with... His co-host, Kyle Grondon, and I'm in the house. And we got an amazing episode for you today. We're going to be going over some incredible questions, such as when you should reassess macro targets, is it possible to grow your glutes while tightening your stomach, what's better, free weights or machines, what are our thoughts on trackers, and so, so much more. It's just going to be an absolutely jam-packed episode. So buckle up. We're going to jump right into it, starting with Kyle's quote. My quote for the week is, good workouts can fix a lot of problems from KG. Coach KG created that quote. Um, But yeah, I mean, uh, basically this one is just pretty simple. And, you know, one of the things that I love about working out is just there's so many different benefits, obviously muscle gain, fat loss and everything like that. But like for me personally, I just I love being able to just, you know, see what potential I have. And just, you know, anytime I feel stressed or overwhelmed or anything, working out's there. And I think a lot of times people look at, um, you know, lifting movement and everything as just like, hey, I've got to lose fat. I've got to lose fat. But a lot of times it's just it's it's great for you, for your mental health and everything. Everything like that. And we had recently posted on Instagram this quote. It actually went out yesterday. And then even a couple weeks ago, we had posted um, saying we lift because it helps manage stress. It feels amazing um, because we won't let our body go to waste. And we also want to see what limits we can push. So once again, you know, it can solve a lot of problems and uh, it's so good for you. And it just, it feels amazing. Yeah, absolutely. That is a fire quote. Um, you know, that's a quote created by the one and only KG. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> just trademark every quote I ever hear. My quote this week is believe when others doubt, work when others refuse, save when others waste, stay when others quit, and you will win when others lose. And, you know, I don't like being too focused on what other people do, but uh, just the same, people hold themselves back. I was thinking about this, even going into the thoughts portion of the episode here. A lot of people, you know, say, oh, this is what's normal, so I'll only push to that limit or, you know, there's no sense of me eating healthier than everyone else because everyone else is doing all these things and eating these other things. Like, you know, those are very limiting beliefs in my opinion and by comparison or setting ceilings based on what other people have done or not done, um, it's only going to end up shooting you in the foot. You know, at the end of the day, you want to focus on you, set your objectives, you know, stick to your values, show up when others don't um, and at the end of the day, you know, that's how you'll continue to reach new heights and new levels, you know, don't kind of limit to the situations of others. So once again, it's believe when others doubt, work when others refuse, save when others waste, stay when others quit, and you will win when others lose. Jeez. I love how many people have been enjoying the quotes lately. You know, we've got a lot of DMs saying, I love your quote portion. So we're just going to keep it up. We appreciate all the messages on Instagram. Once again, follow us at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S. USFIT for daily motivation, support, inspiration, and all that good stuff. Um, so quote, I mean, uh, thoughts, thoughts, what do you got? thoughts and recommendations. So basically I just came across this the other day. Once again, always trying to fill my mind with new stuff to be able to not only learn for myself, but to bring on to all of our listeners as well as clients. And I got a simple formula, uh, you know, for results, right? We all want results in some er- every area of our life, um, so to speak. So Uh, You know, you guys have heard us talk about the stool analogy. We've always mentioned that in order to get true results, you need to focus on three things, your nutrition, uh, your overall lifestyle and your workout. You pull one thing out of the equation, it's not going to work. So here's another analogy and something you can think about when, you know, you're focused on your just overall journey, your your, uh, every area of your life that you're trying to improve effort plus direction times time equals results. And it's just a very simple formula. And this is something you can use, especially let's say uh, fitness, for example, you need the effort, 
you need the direction and you need to give yourself and multiply time in order to get results. And you know, something I wanted to kind of mention is a lot of times people will have effort. For example, they, um, they, they, they work out they, day in and day out, they're always putting in work, but they don't have the right direction. They're kind of leaning the ladder up on the wrong wall. You climb up that ladder and you climb up to the top. You think you're gonna get there because you put in the work, but you're against the wrong wall, right? You're driving in the wrong direction. That's where even the most the people who work the hardest, I love the quote in the past where they say, you know, um, what is it? Um, success works hard when, you know, or hard work, you know, beats success when, when talent doesn't work hard or something like that. No, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. But at the end of the day, you've got to be going in the right direction. And that's where, you know, Josh and myself as online coaches come in handy. Uh, you know, we pretty much give you that right direction and you've all obviously got to give yourself time, right? You need to give yourself time. You need to be patient. And that's just a simple formula for success, for results and something a lot of you can just remind yourself every time and I have it written down and it pretty much fires me up every time. Yeah, it's a great way of looking at it. If you really think about it, you know, if you look at success as one dimensional, like one action or, you know, one result will produce, you know, your entire goal, uh, that's not realistic. Uh, it's a good way to kind of think of success as a formula. It's a combination of many things. You know, the fitness analogy works quite perfectly here because if you just show up and you work out every hard every day, but your eating is not there, you're not going to look great. Just the same if your eating is great and you're not working out or improving your composition, you're going to suffer. So think of success in formulas and that will definitely help you uh, skyrocket to that next level. But now without further ado, we got a client shout out this week. I'm gonna let Kyle take it over here. Yeah, so Kathy has absolutely crushed it. Um, as you can see, uh, basically, you know, she's lost uh, an amazing amount of weight and she, you know, just, she trusted the process. It was incredible. And once again, check out on Instagram, she had lost over 60 pounds in the duration of a year. Um, and then just, you know, focused on doing a body, you know, kind of uh, recomp after where we focused on more muscle gain and just, you know, filling out more and more strength gain and everything like that. Um, but for the most part, I've been enjoying asking all of our clients, like, what are the three tips or four tips that you would like, you know, um, give to someone who's looking to do the exact same thing you've done? She said, stay consistent, which is obviously always going to be number one for Josh, myself, and every client we work with, setting small and realistic goals, um, you know, kind of breaking it into more of a bite-sized uh, thing will make it less daunting. If you're just so focused on, oh, I've got to lose 100 pounds, 100 pounds, like it's motivating, but breaking it down into something like weekly, monthly will always help you um, not become demotivated and also just kind of stay the course, right? And then obviously eating more whole foods and cooking more, she had said, which is, you know, game changing. These are all things we encourage for all of our clients, but it was nice to hear her say it as well. Um, but once again, check us out on Instagram and, uh, you know, amazing work, Kathy. Just a lot of times it, it can be tough. You know, your journey is just, uh, it can be scary, right? Knowing, oh man, like I'm over 200 pounds. I have weight to lose, but she trusted the process. She stayed the course. She did exactly what she needed to do day in and day out and I'm really impressed and you know if you want uh, the same results she got and uh, you know send us a DM uh, we're really excited to help you out we've got a special opportunity which we'll talk about shortly um, but hey great work Kathy really proud of you and I'm sure you're listening to this and you know uh, just the beginning for you yeah, we love showcasing our client successes and talking about the different shout outs and asking, you know, on our Instagram, we've been posting posts of the transformation with their top tips for their transformation. And I think the reason we love this the most is something clicks different for everyone. You know, I could say something like, I know that it doesn't register, but, you know, sometimes it just takes one thing that, you know, lights that light bulb in your mind and helps you take action, helps you change something to produce incredible results. And that's a big goal of our podcast here too. You know, like some questions you might not register 
resonate as much with, but uh, you're going to continue to get this information in your head. It's going to be there. It's going to be there for your disposal. And, you know, you, we can learn a lot from other people's transformations and what worked well from them. It can be a great kind of, um, you know, guide for everyone who's trying to achieve. You know, it's great to try and emulate others and understand what people have done. That was a big thing that really got me fascinated starting all this. So it's a great opportunity uh, to learn from these incredible shout outs. So shout out to you, Cla- Kathy. We're going to jump right into the mailbag for the week. First question is, when should you reassess your macro targets? That's a very good question. Uh, For me personally, I'm just a huge fan of continuously doing something when it's working. And I know obviously this sounds um, quite obvious, but a lot of times, and especially Josh and myself, when we were first, you know, getting into the fitness industry and, you know, just started helping people is, you know, you find a lot of times people want consistent change just to change, right? And change is great for many different reasons, but a lot of times just consistently doing something when it's working um, and staying the course when you're seeing results, why would you change it, right? And, you know, I know some coaches who will just like make huge changes in macros and workouts and stuff just to say they've done it because it looks like they've done something. But for me, you know, of course, changing things when you're at a plateau or when you're not losing weight or when you're not gaining muscle or whatever, that's huge. But for the most part, like the best way to describe it is just, hey, if it's working, cool. Um, You know, essentially a lot of times there's clients who will reach a plateau for like a week or so and just staying patient, just kind of trusting the process. They'll kind of push past that plateau. But if it if it lasts for a couple of weeks, we've obviously got to sometimes implement, you know, a diet break, uh, maybe, maybe decrease your calories, depending on how low you are, maybe add in a carb refeed. So, you know, without knowing your exact situation, that's my best answer is just, Hey, if it's working awesome, if not give yourself a bit of time, be patient, don't change it. If your scale spikes up that one day, you don't need to decrease your calories. It's always going to fluctuate. But you know, once again, just seeing what's working, seeing what's not is the best way to kind of approach it. It's not like a, Uh, an exact answer here but that's the way I look at it yeah you know I'm a big fan of looking at it in weekly blocks that's what I do for my coaching clients and the reason I like this is it's so easy you know uh, even I had I got a text this week saying hey like you know, um, my client was sick and then she was kind of coming back to it and she's like, weight's creeping up, uh, jumping back to my old macros. Like, should I reduce it? And it's like, okay, stick with the plan. You know, like, especially when something changes, it's easy to want to flip flop if your weight goes up or down fast, you know, within one to two days, but you have to take into account stress, you know, glycogen from getting back to lifting all these factors. And by looking at it a weekly way, you know, and even weighing in your or averaging your weekly weigh-ins, you can look at it very rationally and you can make sure that you are making consistent progress without constantly uh, flip-flopping because if you just keep changing things too drastically it can be dangerous you know I've had, I've worked with a lot of people that have tried to do stuff on their own and have had no success because you know they end up just changing their goals all the time altering it and being left more unsure than ever you know it's really tough because as I've always said you know this is an emotional journey you want to look good you want to feel good it's your body um, you're putting in work and you want to see it pay off so you can be tempted to rechange these things too much and then people also be too hesitant to change but I'm a big fan of that weekly, um, you know, kind of evaluation. I don't change every week. I just say, hey, you know, do I need to change looking at the data? Is things trending how I want them to? Are they moving how I want them to? Uh, sometimes I will change even sooner. Like it, it just depends. But especially if you're going at it by yourself, um, I'd recommend, you know, looking at it maybe weekly at most, um, like whether you should adjust. But with the coach, obviously me and Kyle get in there and we make sure everyone's perfectly uh, queued up and ready for any situation, you know, and that's kind of my goal there. But that is a tough answer. You know, the on, the best answer is you need to change when you need to change. It can just be harder for some 
to identify when they haven't had the advantage, such as my uh, myself and Kyle have of working with over a thousand people. It definitely helps us uh, have a good eye for what's to do. You know, we call ourselves like the macro wizards these days. Like it's pretty um, at this point, we got it super, super down. It's been an amazing seven years and we're just continuing uh, to work with great people. So if you'd like to learn more about that, keep listening. Yeah. And even just like one other thing, cause she had asked a uh, great answer, by the way, um, about macro targets is like, usually I'll change things. Um, I won't really change like carbs and fats, uh, to be honest. Like the biggest thing I'll change is like the actual calories. I'll start with that. Um, and then kind of work into changing protein. Sometimes I'll up it. Um, but once again, like, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan. If you are on a fat loss journey of like not, you know, setting super specific, um, fat and carb targets, you can definitely have some like minimums and some maximums, but you know, let's say if you're female, setting a minimum of, you know, 30 to 40 grams, you know, usually about 40 grams of fat and then just kind of setting those numbers. But a lot of times it doesn't have to be that specific for, for carbs and fats. A lot of times it depends on, Hey, how does your body react to it? What's your lifestyle like? So I wouldn't stress too much about that as long as you are hitting your calorie goal and your protein goal. I know we've talked about this, but I just wanted to, you know, let you know where I'm at for the the whole macro side of things as well. Absolutely nailed it. Into question two is, is it possible to grow my glutes while tightening my stomach? I wish the food I eat and the fat I gain could go to my stomach to um, go from my stomach to my glutes, but it's the opposite. How do girls achieve these separate goals at the same time? So this is an amazing question. I get asked this quite often, and a lot of this will boil down to, you know, as we have discussed in our recent episode about actually you know, changing your body composition, reducing fat while gaining lean muscle. Um, of course, you know, like there's a big focus right now on glutes. Glutes are being, you know, finally appreciated because they haven't necessarily been the most in the ba- in the past, you know, and obviously there's a great aesthetic benefit to that, but also in terms of postural, stability, strength, like glutes are ultra, ultra important. And I know it's a big goal for people to tighten up their stomach, have a really tight waist while growing your glutes right particularly women but also men just the same um you know it it is a good goal maybe not as much so um and it can be tough because these are two differing things you know comic rhetoric would say if you want to improve something and grow it you need to eat and gain weight um but if you want to tighten up your stomach because you don't want to gain a ton and gain on your stomach so what are your top tips to do this kyle is it even possible what are your thoughts here yeah it absolutely is uh possible and you know uh, once again i think your situation could be you're just in like a bit more of a surplus or uh you know um that's kind of one of the biggest issues especially if you are gaining fat you know we we want to minimize that right so you know we made an episode on this but like some of my top tips is really just you know going back to the stool analogy like we've got to dial in the nutrition right we've got to optimize protein we've got to optimize calories and you know even if you're using one of those calculators which a lot of people do it's just it's tough because they don't really know much about you and that's where it does get tough you put in your information they don't know who you are what you look like um, and you know they're a good start but a lot of it comes down to trying and error. So sometimes I'll have a female, Hey, listen, let's start at 1600 calories and we'll see how your body adapts. Right? So the nutrition is going to be huge and just making sure you're in a slight deficit to around maintenance is going to be game changing. The next thing is going to be the routine. And this is what we call hypervantage training. So we call our nutrition plan, um, essentially straightforward nutrition because it's straightforward. It's easy to follow. And that's how we find people get the best results from following it. Um, next up will just be hypervantage training. Now this is meant to give you an advantage over everybody else. Most people, are falling a one size fits all program, no program at all, or just something that's not creating for them. So we need to make sure to optimize training volume and just even just we find the most success like two to three leg days with lots of emphasis on a mixture of high level um, strength training exercises for the glutes, such as hip thrusts, single leg hip thrusts, squats, um, all that good stuff mixed with some of those more 
pumpy, you know, donkey kick, um, you know, uh, adductor, abductor type things. Like those are going to be, you know, just make sure to look at your training plan. And then obviously lifestyle is going to be huge, right? If you're someone who's just out there partying and not sleeping and not recovering and just, you know, going about it, like we know a lot of females who will reach out who are in this situation, like, yeah, you can do it, but you're going to get a better, uh, you know, just better results from kind of optimizing your lifestyle where we're talking about the, uh, the stool and everything. So those are kind of like the biggest tips, but it's definitely, definitely possible. And, you know, we, we honestly have had so many people come into our program. It seems like it's our specialty now. Like, I don't know how it happened, but you know, we've just been like really trying to learn a lot about how to help, you know, people in this situation. Cause we know it's everyone's goal. Like we get that message. Hey, I'm looking to lose stomach fat and gain glute muscle. How do we do it? We'll take care of you. Yeah, you know, this is such a common goal and it's a great goal. It, like like we've said, it's most people will be able to achieve this. You know, it's just about improving body composition, really focusing on your programming around that area and glute programming in particular is a lot more complex than you think. A lot of people just think, oh, booty band this. Like you need to balance out like a lot of strength-based movements with, you know, intelligent hypertrophy while also balancing simmeral muscles. You know, I'm a big fan that the body wants to have some semblance of being, you know, symmetrical and without surgery, uh, you know, the body will always kind of fight for that so if you want to improve your glutes you also need to make sure you're taking control and you're focusing in on your hamstrings your quads your adductors abductors all these things need to work together and including your posterior chain you know you need to have this balance but when you really bring into account a lot of these things and you know work intelligently this is definitely a doable goal and i think kyle nailed a ton of the tips there and you know once again i would really like to refer you to that recent episode maybe if you want to pull up the number there kyle um or you know what it'll be the second link in this episode the first will be uh the link to our coaching website if you want to read more um if you want to dm us that's awesome as well um but that will be a huge episode that will really help you out a ton and you know it'll also just come down to being really intentional with exercises and programming you do uh, especially when you do have that goal but i would say you know obviously there's also the opposite intent where you can actually just focus on phasing, do it the old way. I'd say, especially if you're someone who's really skinny, like a lot of people say, hey, I literally have no butt at all like just there's nothing there i never have i've always been skinny um you might actually just want to focus on purely being in a surplus doing it intelligently and by doing that by really you know pushing in the gym improving body composition uh you can still tighten up and grow that area you know a lot of people it's just also about learning to engage it you actually need to be able to feel the squeeze go for the pump these things do matter you want to get blood flow there and make sure you're working the right muscles you know i've seen a lot of people when they try to work their glutes they're really just hinging more into their lower back and they're not really optimizing optimizing uh, the workload on that muscle so it's important you really learn to feel the muscles you're working and to engage them that's definitely something you do want to be mindful of yeah so it's episode 246 how to build muscle and lose fat at the same time you're going to listen to the episode if you haven't um if you have already awesome if you haven't uh, you're probably going to hear us talk about coaching and everything and i figured it's a really good time to bring this up right now we are looking to take on five individuals who are looking to um, essentially grow muscle to their glutes while decreasing stomach fat we're taking on five people as soon as it's done basically this is discounted at almost 50 percent off just to end off january um, we realize a lot of people have kind of fallen off their goals already and we want to be there to support you. So if you're looking to, once again, gain glute muscle, lose stomach fat, DM us on Instagram, glute gains, glute gains at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S, 
USFIT. This is, of course, a paid program, but once again, you will not regret this. And we really want to show people, especially all the females out there and a lot of people who have had that, you know, common misconception. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Like we do it all the time. Right. And it, I think it's important to just, you know, even get that support. It's not going to, you know, it's not like you have to do this for 10 years, but just to get an understanding, like I always say, this is an investment because you're going to learn a lot through nutrition. Like this is essentially a, a course on steroids, right? It's like, you know, you spend 40,000 a year of, you know, whatever it is on, you know, university stuff. Um, and, you know, once again, like it's, it, this is an investment. You're going to learn a lot more just from this, from being part of our program. We optimize stress management. That's another tool. Make sure you're optimizing stress management as well. Um, but yeah, you know, once again, send us a DM if you are looking for this opportunity and we'll see if you're the right fit. If you're not, um, you know, uh, that's totally cool, but we want to make sure that you're going to get the best results possible. Glute gains, Glute uh, gains. Instagram at Colossus Fit, C O L O S S U S F I T. I look forward to helping uh, you know some of you get in the best shape of your life and achieve both of these goals and so so much more. And a big thing that makes our coaching program different than everyone else's is the customization. You know, I don't want to just teach you uh, for the ninety day accelerator we are offering now. I want to teach you the principles to do this for the rest of your life because I believe it's uh, essentially pointless to get in shape and do something like a meal plan or something that isn't sustainable for eight weeks. Look great and then gain it all back you're going to be spinning your wheels you're going to be going nowhere i want to teach you how to do it how to look at this so you not only will get in shape you'll stay in shape and you'll have these principles to guide you literally till the day you die not to be grim but you know these are the things you need you need understanding you need to know the why and you know even to have the pro by your side is just invaluable so once again you can dm glute gains at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t to get started now jumping into number three what's better free weights or machines so i'll jump into this one it very much quite simply is like comparing apples to oranges what is better it really depends um, i'm a big fan of where can you get the best contraction so a lot of people say machines are worse because dumbbells put your body in a more natural plane of motion um, you know bodies shouldn't be in a fixed plane of motion because that's not how we move and realistically we don't you know there's little variants in our movement patterns and dumbbells allow you to go you know laterally to go front and back they allow you to go up down like you can do so much Whereas if you think of a machine, it's a fixed plane. You can only travel in one way. The benefits to the fixed plane are it's a pretty safe plane most of the time. It's consistent um, and you can get a great contraction. You can actually be a lot stronger because you're taking all the stability, well, majority of the stability out of the movement. So machines can be absolutely fantastic. I love to use them. They're really great. Um, but once again, dumbbells are also great because they provide these benefits. I really recommend beginners kind of start out by learning machines, getting there, and then also starting to utilize some dumbbell work. But to me, even more, I prefer cables. You can mimic all the machine patterns more or less with cables while still introducing the stability and free motion within that. Um, so once again, machines can be a great tool. I like to use them for overloading certain things and I will program them. I really enjoy them for back in particular um, and they can be incredible, but a great routine is gonna consist of cables, dumbbells, compound work, machines, all these great tools. Like These are all tools in your arsenal and you really just need to know how to use them best. Um, and that's where me and Kyle come in. You know, We make some killer routines we want to get people three to five times better results with their routines using the most biomechanically advanced movements for them and the latest science. And once again, these are considerations you need to have, your level of expertise. All of these things need to come together uh, to get absolutely incredible results. So I know that's probably not the answer everyone wanted. 
The answer is it depends, but the truth is it really does depend. Uh, every answer it depends, right? It's it's the truth. If you hear someone saying, you know, hey, this is the only way, you should probably question what their, uh, you know, what their intent is, and you know, um, you know, maybe not even trust them. But you know, I totally agree with what Josh said. Like, it, there's just even myself, like we used to work out at a gym where there was like no machines and just like, you know, um, barbells and dumbbells. And like, while we love it, we love powerlifting. There's so, there's definitely a purpose in machines and cables and everything like that. Like they just, they all have their own benefits. So like to say that, you know, you should only use free weights for stabilizers to me is just silly. And then to say, oh, you should only use machines because it's safe or whatever is also silly, right? They both have their purpose. And even today, I'll give you a small example. Um, I had done six sets of four on my squats with 375 and then, um, you know, three sets of eight with hip thrusts, um, you know, decent weight. And by then I was honestly fatigued. It was like almost like an hour and I still wanted to keep going. I still want to get a bit of hamstring work and also do a little bit of, um, uh, uh, quad work. And I just didn't want to do like, you know, deadlifts or do like any other stuff because I was just really, really exhausted at that point. You know, my nervous system, my stabilizers, everything was just shot at that point, especially with those heavy squats. So it felt so nice to be able to sit down and do three sets of 10 on quad extensions and then some single a single leg um, hamstring curls with some adductor abductor machine. So that was a huge purpose, right? Like I'd love to be able to go do tons of lunges and Bulgarian split squats. But at that point, based on my programming, I just, I didn't have it in me. So there's so many different purposes to have both. But, you know, just to give you an example, that's where it came in handy today, um, having those like small machines, um, you know, just to get a bit more volume to those areas without like, you know, hurting my back or just like overloading, you know, stabilizers and everything like that. So yeah, really good question. Yeah. Kyle absolutely nailed it with that one. Uh, so there you go. That's the answer there. Hopefully that made sense. You know, even though we say it, it depends, we try to really give people some of the reasoning behind it as well. Um, that was exactly our objective there. So keep that in mind. Next up, I'm going to hand this one to Kyle. Number four is what are your guys uh, thoughts on fitness trackers? It seems cool to hate on them now. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I've never like I actually personally haven't really seen anyone hate on them. Um, maybe I just, you know, don't see the threads or don't see like the comments or whatever on these different specific things. But, uh, for me personally, I'm a huge fan of it. Like I've, I've mentioned this before the Apple watch I bought from Josh for 250 bucks, which was, which was pretty cool. He was looking to upgrade his and I'm like, yes, I bought it like, I don't know, half price. It's like the series two and it still works perfect. Um, for me personally, I just like, it's, it's saved me like I've done so many extra workouts, walks, runs, like, you know, it's a huge investment for me, like not a a, a high price point, but just in terms of the ROI, the return on investment, it's game changing. But, you know, Josh and I were talking before, I think where people go wrong is that they depend on it so much. Like they just, they think it's going to be this like magic thing that um, calculates their calories, tells you how much to burn and stuff. And, you know, I don't even look at stuff like that. I just use it as a tool to, you know, see, Hey, how are my workouts doing? Am I being held accountable? Am I closing my rings what's my heart rate out Ellie you know different things sometimes if my 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 you know heart rate's super high I might need a little bit more rest like there's specific things that you can use it for if you use it for the right reason they're huge but if you depend on it to tell you how many calories you're burning and just you know just this all this like crazy promises like no but it definitely will get you moving a lot more in my opinion and just hold you accountable um, if you you know turn it on and keep it on every single day yeah once again my answer as well is it's a tool and it should be treated as such um, I think where people dislike them is when they go, I burn 3,000 calories, but I only eat 1,500 calories. 
does that mean I'm losing 1500 calories a day? Like they're really inaccurate in that sense, but they're consistently inaccurate to them being inaccurate, if that makes sense. So, you know, you don't have to like take everything as it's hard to explain. You don't have to take everything at face value per se. Like you need to learn how to use it as a tool. Like, um, if you have a, a broken clock, you know, you can still use it as a metric. Like if you have a clock that's 20 minutes late, you can still say, okay, I know this clock, um, it's 20 minutes late, but I can still use it. I just need to factor that in. Same with a watch, you know, like don't expect the calorie burn to be one to one or like, you know, it's exactly you burn this much or you need to eat this much. That's not how it works. But if you're like every day when I work out, I burn about 500 calories. Then one day you go to the gym and you burn a hundred, you've probably been slacking, you know, and if you burn a thousand, you're like, okay, sweet. I crush it. Or you can say, Hey, you know, this thing, when I have a good workout, it's at 500. I want to get it at 500 every day. That's where you can see value. And, you know, I'm a big fan of them. I, I just think it's such a cool tool to have, you know, something even on the Apple watch remind you to breathe, to walk, to exercise, to be able to challenge people. I just think it's a good little advantage and, you know, any edge or anything that will help motivate you or keep you consistent, in my opinion, is well worth the investment. And I, in particular, love the Apple watch. Kyle had a Fitbit before the watch and I said, like, trust me, you want to buy this? It's a good deal. I'll give it to you cheap. And, you know, he was kind of against it at first, but after he's like, wow, it's such a difference. Cause he, he was kind of like, oh, I don't feel like it'd be all that different, but I'd, I'd like to say me and Kyle become Apple fanboys. You know, we buy yeah. a lot of Apple stuff and, you know, I always tell people I'll pay the idiot tax for how simple it is. You know, like everything's just really easy to use. I feel like they do a lot of market research and it's something I've personally enjoyed. So I'm a big fan of that. Um, once again, where I think it gets a little bit weird is I know there's other brands that are trying to do a million things on the watch and simplify it down. Like once again, I think it's a very small tool in your fitness journey. It shouldn't be the all or nothing. Yeah, I honestly believe like, you know, even like Whoop Watch is one of those things that I'm, I'm not a huge fan of based on just like their monthly membership type thing. I want to buy the watch and not have to worry about it. But, you know, the way I look at fitness and just investment in your health and stuff is if I'm going to pay, let's say a couple hundred dollars for something and get and do five times more walking, five times more movement, get five times better results and and, and just five times everything, um, five times more breathing. Uh, wa- uh, walking's another one that's huge. What else does it tell you to do? Standing is huge. Um, it's, it's well worth it. And two of the best investments personally in fitness, I'd say everyone should have some sort of uh, tracker in terms of just like, you know, and it, even if you want to start with a Fitbit, that's totally cool. I just think there's a difference if you're someone, let's say, who's walking 12,000 steps a day versus 4,000 and you can't constantly see that number and you're like, oh, I need to get to 10,000, 10,000. You're going to be in a way bigger deficit. You're going to just have better mental health, maybe even from the walking benefits and just, you know, the movement and your legs are going to feel good and the fresh air and everything. So, you know, some sort of tracker as well as the coaching, right? You know, even if you look at it this way, we've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but if you're going to do five times more workouts, get five times better results, um, five times better dedicated routine, you know, track five times more, all that stuff, it's an investment. It's, you know, going to be well worth it. It's going to pay itself over and over and over again so once again some sort of coaching you know I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of personal training we've done personal training for many years and we find that being able to help someone online for a fraction of the price and do just as good of a job if not better is well worth it so once again those are the two best investments probably that you'll ever make in fitness um, obviously I could go on for days about a lot of them but that's it so you know once again send us a DM on Instagram um, we'll have a conversation we'll obviously see if you're the right fit um, glute gains is the keyword so so we know exactly what you know we're going to be able to offer you in terms of the discounted rate. There is an investment, but we look forward to helping you out. And you know, every single one of you, we appreciate you all being here as well.
Thank you so much for listening. I think today's episode was really informational and fun. Uh, we will see you in the next episode. Actually, wait, we have to read our review of the day. Yes, we do. This is a fun new thing we started doing. We are reading all of your reviews. Um, and, you know, we really take time each week to make sure we go through each one. And, you know, it really does mean a lot. It helps us grow, especially on Apple. You can only leave reviews on Apple. And ironically, we're like 10 times bigger on Spotify, but uh, we would like to grow on Apple too. It's a great way to get some discovery and to grow this bad boy. Uh, and it would mean a lot to us. So if you could take the time to do that, that would be something we would really appreciate. Um, today is just going to be a short one from Little Dog Zero Zero Five. They wrote, the, "Those these guys motivate me and educate me daily." They've helped me make so much progress with my mindset and in the gym. I love it. And, you know, I, I particularly love this review because I even appreciate the small things we've been able to do, you know, to give people that motivation, to help give new ideas, to help clear the air, you know, and really focus you on your journey. And we would love to do that with you through coaching. So once again, Glute Gains at Colossus Fit. Look forward to talking to you. Peace out.